Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, uh, drag queeniest, billowy sleeviest. Don't jerkiest it. Gremlin invitingest <laughs> uh, recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. Can you tell I don't practice those beforehand? And today we're going to be talking about episode six of Katie's season. And boy, what an episode it was. Golly, oh my gee willikers. Um, I don't have a ton of notes. Like last week I had way more notes. Uh, but I, it's kind of getting to that point in the season where I feel like you don't have a lot of notes till you get to hometowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's where we're at. Um so we start okay. So we start the episode with Katie having a chat with um Tasha and Caitlin. And she's like, oh my God, so excited about some of these boys. And I'm really excited about Blake. And the audience is like, why? And then she's like, and also Greg, he's a given. And I'm like, Greg is a given? He's a given? She's obsessed Greg? with Greg. She's obsessed Why? with Greg. Like, because I re- there's he, nothing special about Greg. I'm convinced. He's got a sadness to him, an unquantifiable sadness. It's just, that, it, it, he just looks like he doesn't want to be there, which is makes him probably <laughs> the most relatable guy, I got to say. That, like, isn't good. Um... Katie, that's not good. You He's should so want sensitive, wants though. To be there. Ugh, Remember God. when he cried when he when he heard uh, Michael A's story? Yeah, but I like Michael. Um. <laughs> anyway, so she was talking about him too, and then she still calls Andrew Andrew S, even though he's earned the right to just be Andrew now. Yeah, you but know? he's not hometown material, so he's just Andrew S. Still, we got to keep you, some distance. You don't think he's hometown material? No, it's weird because I, I don't know. I mean, clearly Katie likes him more than I do. Um, yeah. And, and more than you do, for sure. Although I feel like he's <laughs> he's grown on you a bit. He started uh, to grow on me. Well, because I was rooting for him from the beginning. And then the fake yeah. accent really set him back just so many steps with me. <laughs> the, the fake accent, no thank you. I was also, like, why? If you're going to like talk like you're James Bond, maybe also don't be a goober. Um, and he's kind of a goober. He's just, he seems aloof. He reminds me of like one of my cats in a lot of ways. So I, but I love my cat. I just think he's bad on TV. I just don't think he's meant for TV. And that's like the uh, the biggest part of it. And like, also nervous energy. (laughs) Yeah. He went against the loyal men in the house. And so that's just going to make you not look as good in comparison. Although, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. I'm wondering what's going to happen next week with, um, you know, uh, a distur- the disturbances in the force that have been occurring as of late. But mm-hmm. uh, so so she's into these guys and that's fine, I guess. Uh, I feel like my favorites, again, are just not going to make it. And that's OK. And I'm used to it by now. But it's story of your know, life, kid. Always bums me out in some way. I'm like, you didn't pick my favorites, but. A girl can dream. Uh, so, so here's here's the one of the most uh, I don't know one of the schlockiest or most convoluted things that's ever happened on the show, and that's saying a lot. 
And they're like, hey, remember that episode of Seinfeld? Let's turn that into a theme. <laughs> and I'm like, and they even, and I, and I like typed master of my domain well before they said it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is such an old reference. When did that episode air? Like 1993. Probably. Oh, did you look it up? Oh, okay. no, that's my guess. Let me look. Um, I think it was a, um, oh, it was like mid season, the content or the mid, mid series. Oh, uh, I was so con- close. November, 1992. Yeah. Oh. It was fourth, fourth season, 11th episode. Hmm. The contest. Anyway, so so for those of you who are too young to remember 1992, what are you doing listening to this? It's past your bedtime. Uh, also, <laughs> it's Seinfeld season four, episode 11, the contest, which. So I believe I'm trying to remember what year it was when we what year did TV get ratings? Because I think it was like 94 or 95 or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember TV parental guidelines? 1997. So, um, so 1997 was the first year that we started getting like TV PG, TV 14. Before that, children, uh, TV didn't ah. have ratings. And so... Child Sammy was allowed to watch all kinds of programming that all of a sudden, once the ratings appeared, she was not allowed to watch. And she went, this is bull because you let me watch it before and Mm -hmm. you reasonable parents seemed to think that it was fine and you are my parents and now you're letting someone else's parents tell you what to do. Yeah. And no takesies, backsies. Come on. That's a rule. Yeah, it was so rude. So they seriously, because I watched Seinfeld since I was, you know, like a a toddler. And then they were like, just kidding. You can't watch Seinfeld anymore. Mm. You know, and I was like three and I was like asking when Murphy Brown would be on, you know, like, why would you ruin (laughs) that? What is wrong with you? So, no, I did still get to keep watching Murphy Brown. Don't worry, everyone. It was my favorite show. So... (laughs) But they're like, yeah, let's do this master of my domain thing. And they called it Operation Whoa, Whoa. And we won't bleep it here. It's week off, whack off, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. That uh, seems to be the. So, yeah, she, yeah you know, the, the, the sex positive bachelorette says, wouldn't it be funny if these guys couldn't jerk off? Also, though, is I mean, I don't know. Is this maybe I'm just naive. I think it's like weird to do that in a house with a like surrounded by other people in cameras that's yeah like you really can't like not do that for a couple weeks i don't know i i don't know i i personally would not feel compelled to do that i don't think but i've never been i mean that's me just saying it not being under those circumstances i uh i I don't know i mean it's it's hard to say yeah i think it would be very weird i would feel like everyone was constantly watching me It, it would not be great yeah, like, uh, also, where, yeah, where are all the cameras? I don't know. That would just make me feel <laughs> odd. Uh, also, I think it's funny that when this is announced, uh, they're like, hope nobody's taking an extra long shower. Anybody in the house take long showers? And everybody points at Blake. So Blake jerks off in the shower every day, just so you guys Dude, know. 100% <laughs> look at him. Do you yeah. not think that? 
I think this contest was made specifically for Blake. This whole show is made specifically for, for Blake. Like the season is dedicated to Blake, which is funny because based on what we've been shown, although we all know that these little teaser things that they give us are never really worth a shit. It is from the moment he stepped on set. Oh, I'm five weeks late. Whoops, a daisy. It is Blake's game to lose. Yeah. That's it. Period. End of, end of the season. That's all you need to know. He has been set up by the producers, by Katie, by, you know, everything. He is just in the perfect position to succeed. If he wants Katie, he can have Katie. Now, does he want Katie? I don't know. But it's almost (laughs) annoying to watch, like, everyone just kind of, like, scoot him along and push him to do things and and make him, you know, oh, go the extra mile. Yeah, I bet you thought of all this cute shit when a producer (laughs) whispered it in your ear, Blake. That's right. Walter the Barking Dog understands. He gets it. He's fed up. He's like, Blake is a fuck boy, and I'm so mm-hmm. mad about it. <laughs> God. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, that whole thing is just very infuriating. Um, and I also, don't have any... Oh, go ahead. So I was just go- going back to the, the no jerksies offsies thing. Um, I-, I think the weirdest part for me was not the fact that everyone agrees that that Blake jerks off in the shower every day, but the fact that they like go to Mike P, the the Virgin Man, and he's just like, "Oh, oh right. that's fine by me. I've been mastering this contest my whole life." So, does he understand that being a virgin doesn't mean like you can't jerk off? Like you could still jerk off and be a virgin, Mike P. Is this something he's not aware of? I maybe he's really like just a very big overachiever. I guess so. He's really du- he's a double virgin. Platinum maybe series he's virgin. afraid of his own body. I don't know. Um, maybe he <laughs> thinks there's demons down there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway. got a demon weenie. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just don't know. Um, Connor needs to. Well, we don't have to worry about that anymore, I guess. But Connor needed to stop. I just everything Connor says. I'm like, think about your poor students. Think about your students. Like. Michelle is the example of what to do when you're a teacher on a show like this. Stay appropriate. Stay Connor, lovely. Connor's, he's himself. He's just, he's pure <gasps> Connor. Oh my God. And I <laughs> and just, also producers I, are just feeding him euphemisms for masturbation. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a lot of self-hatred uh, when, when I react to Connor. I really think that's it. It's just <laughs> self-deprecation. But I'm just say, like, Stop. I like Connor and I see a lot of Connor in you. I'm sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I'm like, stop. What are you doing? Because I'm like, that's what I would be doing on TV right now. Yep. <sighs> and I'm just like, you're making a mistake um, when he's just like, yeah, we can't, uh, you know, do the low high five or whatever, you know. And I was Won't just be like, flogging the dolphin this week. <laughs> I was like, stop, Connor, stop. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, I just wrote in all caps, Connor, your students think of the precious souls. Uh, <laughs> so that's how I felt watching that. Um, so then we get. We get a one-on-one. I feel like the one-on-one had very little fanfare this week compared to last week. Last week, it was like magic and glitter and fairies and and all kinds of scavenger hunty type of things. And this week, it was just like, we're going to go on some dates. One of them's a wedding. 
Uh, but it still wasn't like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? No, this was, this I, was like, uh, this whole episode to me was like the most low effort shit I've seen from The Bachelorette in a very long time. Because the group okay. date too, I'm like, well, w- when we get there, but it's like all this opportunity and they're like, yeah, let's do the least entertaining thing possible with these incredible entertaining tools <laughs> we've been given. Wonderful. Great job. See, yeah, I was like, was I just not paying attention? And then I was like, no, I think this is just boring. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah, it so, sucks. Sorry. They always do these too, where it's just like, okay, we're going to do a photo shoot like you're getting married, but you're not. <laughs> they love this shit. And so why, like, why? That's not a fun date. That's some no. shit we might do if we have a series of fun dates. It's stupid. Don't yeah. do that. It's really weird. And they're just like, and then, but, but Justin's like, oh, golly, this is going to be good. Um, Oh, I got to think of a thing to say. I got to think of things to say. And I think he did a pretty good job. I think she did a pretty good job with their little vow dealies or whatever. But yeah, it's just like, well, this isn't real anyway. Um, Cause the rest of the show is a hundred percent real. So I am upset. <laughs> Uh, so one thing I'm going to share about Justin, I don't know if you heard about this, but Justin got out apparently in front of, um, other people's outrage, uh, which was the, which is the way to do it. And I guess he said some stupid shit in his teens on social media. And he just came out and said, Hey, I said a bunch of stupid shit in my teens on social media and I'm really sorry about it. And I don't feel that way now. And uh, I'm sorry I ever felt that way. And I was a dumb teenager who said stupid shit. Good for him. I actually thought it was a decent apology. I'd I'd be curious to hear what other people thought. But it sounds like he said it before anybody else had a chance to say it, which is Mm -hmm. one of the keys. And um, it sounds like he said uh, potentially some like homophobic stuff or just some like not – not great stuff in that sure. arena. Um, and, you know, yeah, we've all said dumb shit to varying yeah. degrees and grow Every up. Every teenager and, I have a conversation with says stupid shit constantly. Right. Um. So, <laughs> you know, it's like you grow up, you become smarter and you have more empathy and you realize that certain things are hurtful. And, and mm-hmm. I feel like today's youth are more in touch than ever, which is good. But even then they say dumb shit Um, Mm -hmm. or they just think, you know, middle parts are revolutionary and squirts have never existed. And those are (laughs) dumb things in and of themselves. I don't know what the hell you're thinking, but anyway. Uh, But yeah, so I, I got really nervous when I saw like Justin apologize. I was like, no, what (laughs) happened? And then I was like, oh, that's like, I mean, yeah, not to say that I never did that on social media, which I was pleased to see as I reviewed my own tweets. And I was like, cool, I just wrote about baking and my dog. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it happens. And people say dumb shit and grow up and become better people. And he seems like a really good dude. And so I will take what he says at face value. So that's the only thing that I know about any news outside of you know, the show itself. Although I did, see, mm-hmm. I did see some buzzing about Hunter again. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that when we get, when we get to that point. But anyway, so, um, yeah, uh, let's talk about the, okay. So the end of the, okay, whatever. This date was kind of a non event. I felt like, which is why I'm not really talking about it, but I'm trying to drag it out. Cause I feel bad. Cause I like Justin a lot. But I don't feel like we learned anything about him either. 
Outside yeah. of, you know, like he didn't really talk about himself that much. She talked about her dad and, right? I didn't miss anything, mm-hmm. did I? No, I, I don't know anything about him. I know okay. he's kind and you know yeah. stoic and has wonderful eyebrows. But I, I mean, really that is, love his eyebrows all. so yeah. much. From one um, eyebrow guy to another, like, you know, respect, man. Yeah, he's got very good eyebrows. Um. They they had a non-country singer perform, but um, he had very big sleeves and it was driving me nuts. And so that's what I wrote. Big sleeves. He <laughs> had like shirts. very this big. This is a Seinfeld reference episode. Flowy. That's it. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Next thing you know, one of them's going to sit down and they're going to be lopsided because their wallet's too big. <laughs> and they're going to stuff napkins on the other side. Anyway, so, uh, okay, we get the group date. And I know this is what you're the most excited about. Uh, we get some drag queens. We get Shea Coulee and uh, Monet Exchange. And yes. they looked amazing. They looked so good. They looked so good. And here's where my favorites really came to shine and came out to play. Because all of my favorites loved this date. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Dad Michael saying, we get these two beautiful drag queens, like the absolute king he fucking is. I was like, yes, dad, Michael. He was just like, they're so beautiful. And we get stupid Blake being like, can I look at them? Shut up, Blake. Am I allowed to be horny for men dressed as women? It's like, yeah, it's like you could 100% tell who was comfortable in their sexuality in that date. And it was really great, you know, and Aaron was like, like he was like kind of blushing and cheesing and it was very cute. Mm -hmm. Like I like that they gave him shit and he was like, that's funny. (laughs) It is, you know, I, I, I did, I did love their enthusiasm and their reaction, but it is just mind blowing how bad they all were at this date because the, the whole purpose was. Uh, it was like, a, I, I don't even understand the format, but it was like a debate slash yeah. roast. So it that was, made it confusing. That was the, the, the lecterns were so weird. Cause I was like, yeah. wait, I thought this was a roast. And okay. I, so I, and then I was like, but you're debating, but you're yeah, not but really not. debating. <laughs> they so weren't doing anything. What they, <laughs> they needed to do anything. is actually have it be a roast. Like if they had yeah. all sat at a long table, I think that would have helped, you know, and then gone one by one like a mm-hmm. roast actually does. I think that would have helped them. But yeah. I don't even think they knew what they were preparing for, oh, which is or, why Aaron wrote 12 pages. <laughs> yeah. And someone else wrote a poem. And it's like, yeah. OK, guys, guys, this is very simple. There's one of two things you do when you have the resources that you have at your hands. You have two of the most amazing drag queens, uh, performers, people. Just You have these amazing forces here, and you're completely like neutering their ability to be like fun and compelling on television. So why right. don't you just do, just do a reading competition, all right? The library's open. Let's get right. the reading glasses out, rip on the other guys. Like you said, kind of like a roast. And then you got the ultimate, like, you know, RuPaul Drag Race uh, Bachelorette crossover. Or, or in Steve's ideal world, you do that. But first, you get all the boys into drag. And then you make them read each other. This is why. Okay. So, so I, okay. Yeah. I feel all of this. So I didn't get why they wouldn't just put them in drag. Mm Mm-hmm. 
they done drag before? See, I, I, I think swear so. we've done drag before on yeah. the Bachelor and, Bachelorette. Oh, you want to you want to like root out any like like homophobia or people yes. who aren't comfortable with themselves? Put yeah, make them Blake wear a dress Dude. and uh, see what he does. Every every once in a while, I think about um, that episode of Vanderpump Rules where Tom Sandoval looked better in drag than I'll ever look in my life, and I just get sad. <laughs> um, and that he just loved it so much. Like, he just lived into the character and just was, like, super mean, and it was, like, the one of the best things I've ever seen on television, right? And I'm no. just like, I hate myself looking at you right now. <laughs> like, it's just, you're so good. And yeah, it's fun to watch people get in like drag or like dress up in any way and like take on a different character and a different persona. And I think it can show, you know what I mean? Then it would be like, oh, we get to see what happens when we put the men outside of their comfort zone and break out of their shell and do something a little different. My only thought in terms of like they probably, my only argument for maybe why they had to go vague and I don't know. This is like complete speculation. But what if they were like, we're going to do it a real crossover and we're going to we're even going to bring RuPaul here and it's going to be a thing and whatever. And then they were like, no, we can't do that. And like legal's not letting us or like there's an agreement that didn't get reached or whatever. And no, we can't don't get anywhere close to saying the phrases like RuPaul's Drag Race because we don't want to be implicated in you know, like, don't say the library is open. Instead, we're going to say master of my domain and, and <laughs> go back t- 25, 30 years. Um, no, I don't know. That's probably I'm giving them way too much credit. Like they actually yeah. thought of that in the first place. But yeah, it's like they could have done that. They could have done like, you know, like the match game type of format. They could have done all kinds of things to make it more fun. And yeah, I totally agree with you. If they had gone in drag and and had them, you know, like, okay. And, and you've got these two queens who could help them come up with like a drag sona and a name and like personality traits and likes and just, you know what I mean? Like all kinds of things that they could have worked into their character. And that would have given them also like a framework for okay, as this character, you're dissing this other character in the house. Mm-hmm. And and that probably would have put more of a comfort level on it as well, too. But I do think it's still cute. And I'm still going to give, like, Trey and Aaron credit because I feel like they were trying the hardest to, like, abide by the rules because that's what they do. They abide by rules. And they really wanted to do it right. And I still really like that. Um, like Trey was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote down like who invited this gremlin. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? <laughs> it's like, so so like I, ca- I called him that, you know, like and I said something like he's a mix between like, I don't know, like a ch- chipmunk and a tractor trailer. I don't remember what the hell he said. Their dishes really are funny. so weak, though. Yeah, because I, it's like, I 100% agree, but I what, still what, thought it was cute. <laughs> I mean, they were trying really hard, but it was just yeah. like, oh, boy, guys, A for effort, F minus execution. All they can come up with is he's short. Uh, which yeah okay, but let's let's do better. Come on, and then the other thing they say they they all they're all like yeah he's got a he he thinks he knows who the the final four is the top four is. Are you telling me that you wouldn't if if you were on the show and bored out of your mind you wouldn't debate back and forth like you're watching ESPN or something <laughs> on like who the top four are 
I mean, come on. I, I would do the same thing. This is the, I feel, I, am I a villain? Am I a villain on The Bachelorette? Because if, if I was on the show, apparently <laughs> I would be doing all of the things that people get in trouble for constantly. <laughs> You'd just be like Chad. You would just be eating a raw sweet potato and telling people that life isn't all blueberries and airplanes or whatever. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Yeah, they tried. I feel like I've seen, yeah, because they've done roast before, and I feel like they've done drag before. I know that they've done roast before, and I've seen much better insults. Um, but it wasn't a roast format, so I'm not going to hold that against them. I just feel like, yeah, they didn't have very good instruction, and and I don't know why, like Shaykhule and Monet Exchange were. I feel like they were kind of like being too nice by the time because they were like this is how you throw shade and they like said some stuff and then they're like now you're gonna do it and then they sat down with the men and they're like oh oh you're gonna say that okay you know well mm. do you know that they're gonna say this stuff about you and i was like are we are we being brutal or are we not being brutal <laughs> like <laughs> so i want i would also chalk it up to like kind of weird mixed messages because oh, i feel completely. like nobody knew what they were really doing and it's also kind of like prices right rules, right? Like uh you got to be mean up to the line but you can't go over. So maybe you just bet a dollar and and mm-hmm. Hunter bet a dollar. Yeah, he had to bet a dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's exactly it. Just yeah. no no clear indication of what you should or shouldn't be doing and it, it was it was rough, but I was I was disappointed because when I saw when I saw Shay and Monique walk out or Monet walk out, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited!" And then it was just like, "Oh, this is what it's going to be." I actually like their end credit sequence better than most of their interactions with the Agreed. actual guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, to give so, you an idea of where we're at here, it's too bad. Um, but it wouldn't be the only time that they've like not taken full advantage of a guest on their show because Mm -hmm. that has happened a lot. Um, But I do, but I did take note of the men who seemed the most excited to be there and they were like smiling and happy to talk to them. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is good to know. And they were all my favorites. So I said, well done men. And then, um, and then, yeah, I kind of warmed up to Andrew a little bit more because because he was smiling when she said, oh, Monet has a crush on you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's cool. And he was like really sweet about it. And then I was like, OK, oh, maybe I'll be nice to you. That was nice. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, so that was a cute moment. And then and yeah, Greg, like. He's going to cry. Greg is just so brooding. And it's like really drives me nuts. And he's just like, well, like basically like I'm falling for you at this point. So, and I'm just like, oh, he's, he's the best kind of bad boy. Like he's, he's just this, he's made out of paper mache. He's just a ball of emotions that's about to shatter, but it gives him a, like a bad boy persona because he, you know, he just cares about not caring so much. It's incredible. Oh, I can't do this. It's so hard. All these other guys. I just want to love you. 
Oh, it's hard. Yes. I hate Brent. it. I hate you it. I sensitive hate it. brooding boy. Oh, I'm just so <laughs> not a fan of Greg. He drives me up the wall. But anyway. Well, I, I, I don't I here's the thing. I don't like him. I don't like what he's doing. I don't I, I don't see the allure other than no. he seems like a decent he's he's a good guy, it seems like. Uh but I've kind of come back around on him because his shtick is just so shticky. I, I shouldn't Consistent. say it's a shtick. It's who he is, but it's so consistent. And on almost any other season, he'd <laughs> get his ass kicked off for like, I just can't tell where his head's at. Like, that's exactly what any other girl would say. And yeah. with Katie, she's like, I love it. Give it to me. Yeah, so, she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, he sucks. Just say <laughs> goodbye. Like, you know, yeah. you have these men who are literally like blocking people from you left and right and protecting you and you just let them all go spoiler mm-hmm. alert mm-hmm. what are you doing that's yeah. a mistake um he's just uh, he's greg is not right for this format and no. it's amazing that he's just floating around so i'm into it i don't he think he's a bad guy but it's just funny no but you had like a bright-eyed bushy-tailed man talk to you excitedly about salsa dancing and <laughs> You let him go? What are you doing? Um, He's so cute. What is your problem? Anyway, whatever. Uh, So, and, and here's another thing. So Trey comes in and he's, and, and so did box guy. And they were like, Hunter is not what he seems to be. Guess what? There's another one, Katie, ready to whack another mole. And she's Uh. like, the, the fuck. And then, okay, this is another thing I was trying to figure out. She got so upset she was physically ill. Do you think there was something else going on and it was just kind of odd editing? Or do you think it upset her so much that she like physically did get sick, like just from being upset? That was kind of confusing. I don't know. I mean, I've been there. I've I've barfed from upsetness, but I wouldn't get barfy over him. Well, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I could see her getting barfy over like Blake being a fuck boy or Michael leaving or something like that. You know what I mean? Like something that's either, oh, this person was super shitty to me or this is like a very tragic thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Hunter. He has a bird named Zazu. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's, anyway. I, I don't know. They really want to be a villain when he is just an idiot who vocalizes how much he enjoys like playing the game of the bachelorette. Uh, he is, he's not a villain. This is a villain edit. He is a goober. We have seen his gooberism from the beginning. He just happens to be in a better position now. This is what, this is what happens when you give a goober power. That's all. That's it. So I, I don't get it, but this is what happens when you give a goober power. That's like yes. the, if you give a, a mouse a cookie, if yes. you give, if you give, a goober some power then everyone uh, in the house would be like oh we don't like him make him go away <laughs> he's not in our special boy club <laughs> yeah it's just totally uh, it's just where totally on the strange. flip side who is the president of the special boy club union why it's connor yeah. oh <laughs> connor oh i just can't deal with you um but anyway, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is interesting too. Because wait, this is who Hunter thought was going to be in the top four. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to be in the top four, first of all. No. And then, and then Greg getting high on his own supply. Yeah, and then Greg and Connor were going to yeah. be in the top four. Yeah. And then, and here's, but here's the issue. This is bullshit. 
Um, when you just say something just to win, I think that really sucks when you're dealing with someone's emotions. And I, and mm-hmm. I think this was shitty and I think it was right for the men to say something. Oh, and absolutely. This is something I he was full of shit there. That he's he was he's like, playing the game, but this is stepping over the line. That he was like, oh, you know, like, no, I, I mean, it's good that Trey was the one who heard it because mm-hmm. he's trustworthy. You know, he's oh. earned Katie's trust, but Trey is the first to speak up always. Yeah, he's so great. Um, anyway, so he heard it and he's like, oh, like he hears Hunter say, yeah, I mean, love is a really big word. That's not something I'm ready to throw around, which is a 100% reasonable thing to say at any point in this mm-hmm. show. And then I guess who goes and throws it? And then he's like, the L word. And it's like, no. Um, so that was that was really sucky. And um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting that like yeah she she became physically ill from it and then she ended the date early that was just like very shocking yeah so anyway no rose given out at this group date because hunter um yeah he's just like not for the show um i'm sure he's fine but he he's just inconsistent with his strategy and, and it's not it just it makes him look bad yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I will. I look forward to seeing him on Paradise, which he most certainly will be. He'll definitely make it to Paradise. <clears throat> um, yep. So, okay, so Connor, all right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, Connor, we got to talk because really, we are almost the same person, and it's upsetting, and I don't like it, and I just want you to stop being on TV, um, which is happening soon. So. So this is one of those weed out dates that we see every once in a while. And, you know, Katie's like, things are going well with with Connor and we get along and I really like him. And he's so funny and he's cute and da da da. But when we kiss, I feel nothing. And <laughs> That's I was like, not good. Oh, I was like that. You should feel something. You should feel something. Um, so. So she's like, she even used the words, I think, friend zoned and mm-hmm. uh, which I'm like not a fan of friend zone stuff because incels just overuse it. But in this case, I get what she was getting at. So she's just like, yeah. you know, he's in this territory of being a friend. And but I mean, here's the thing that was weird. Like Connor's one of the first people who like made out with Katie. Oh, Yeah. But with but, the paws uh, and the kitty f- nose and stuff. And I now, thought she said he was a good kisser. Well, I don't know if she said that. I think she said she liked kissing him, but those are two different things. I don't think he's a good kisser. And I believe if we go back into the, the archives here, I think I mentioned that, that he's a little bit aggressive. I don't, I don't like the hand placement. Um, he just, it, he just seemed like a nervous kisser. Like he's like, ah, which I don't blame him. I probably would be too in that scenario. So I don't think that's doing him any favors, which hurts even more because boy, when the inevitable finally happens and she tells him straight up, like, you know, I just, I don't feel it. Like when we kiss, I don't feel that spark. And he says to the camera and like confessional style afterwards, how bad of a kisser am I? And it's this self-deprecating humor where you're like, oh, man, buddy. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, probably not that good. <laughs> For the honest. record, everyone, Connor and I are very similar, but not in the kissing department. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I've gotten many a compliment. Just saying. Um, but yeah, so 
yeah, it was just like, it was just kind of a weird date because it's one of those, yeah, like, let's try to get really physical and get something going. And it's like, well, that's not going to work. This is like, no, can't this force is it. like, you know, oh, you've hit a rough patch in your 30 year relationship with someone and you're trying to like jumpstart something like then. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, but like you just met this shouldn't be when you're trying to make that happen. Like, yeah, that's bad. So, and then, you know, it's like, okay, let's go on a double date (laughs) with Caitlin and Jason. And, you know, Caitlin's like commentating, like, well, they have to kiss now because this is going to, this is going to determine everything. This is going to do it. (laughs) I want to watch Caitlin announce at dates. Like she's announcing the PGA tournament. <laughs> that's what I want. Cause now I've determined that's like definitely within her skill set. And I would like to see her do that. Cause she was just like, cause I was like, yeah, you're like, I was, I was totally bought in. I was like, yeah, this does, this determines everything. She's so right. And I was like, oh, she got me. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty good, but yeah. And then they did this kind of shitty thing, but I'm sure she was just trying to figure it out. Where, you know, he's like, so what are we going to do later tonight? You know, and she's like, well, that's, uh, we'll figure it, we'll figure it Boy, out. Boy, wouldn't you like to know? And he's like, okay, g- great. You know, and he's like staying in his own room, anticipating that there's a date coming later at night. That they're like, I'm guessing what they do for these longer dates is they give them a room to like change in and refresh in yeah. and whatever before the night portion. And so- He's just like doing the stuff for the night date and it's going to be great, you know. And then she knocks on his door and he's like, what's up? And then he sees her in sweats. And I'm sure immediately he was like, oh, no. I think he even vocalizes it. Like she starts crying and he's wiping tears off her face. And she's just like, I just and he's like, don't worry. It's OK. I know what this is. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> like He totally before. knows he's about to get just totally whacked here and he's fine. Yeah. Years. But you know what's so sweet, and I'm going to give Connor props, is that um, he's, yeah, he seems like a really sweet guy, and he comforted her while she was dumping him. Yeah. Oh, good job, Connor. Which, I mean, if if we want to be honest here, like, you want to talk about front runner for The Bachelor. He's a little bit goofy, but keep in mind, so is Katie. Um, And my God. This, this, he's got to be like, what are the Vegas odds here? He's got to be number one for the next bachelor, right? I, I swear to God, if it's Michael, Blake, though. I will riot. No, don't you think widow Michael? Don't you think if he doesn't get picked? I oh, think he's that's, the that's another good one. I but just, I don't I, know if he has time to do it. That's the only thing. I don't know if he would take more time out to do it. If yeah, he, to be away if from he ends son. up leaving for his kid, the only way he would do it is because didn't Emily have like access to her kid more frequently than I'm trying to remember. I feel like her kid came on the show quite a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, So if it was a situation like that, which that's the most direct parallel we can draw because we've already had a widow on the show. Why not have a widower also, Mm -hmm. you know, be the bachelor. And a guy with a widow's peak as well. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) a woman who you're like, don't know what you did with your husband. Um, (laughs) anyway uh so yeah like i think he if they worked out an arrangement where he could have his kid come by 
and stay near him or with him or whatever, if that's why he leaves, which, you know, it's like, that's what editing's making us believe. Who knows if that's actually the case. Um, I mean, I think he's the best choice. He makes everybody in the house cry. But when Connor left, everybody cried too. Oh my yeah, God, everybody cried. Well, well I mean, the, the like the bro union is so strong. And yeah. so, I mean, that's Connor's that very beloved. Yeah, he's very beloved. Uh, nobody has a single bad thing to say about him. No. And honestly, like this season, the ratio of extremely good dudes to not so good dudes, like it's it's overwhelming. Everybody it's here is high. pretty good. Yeah, totally. That's why they have to kind of like, you know, yeah, really grasp to get a villain because all the good guys are. I mean, I really don't think she's got outside of Blake. Um, I don't think she really has a lot of bad choices. I don't know why that hockey guy is still around, but whatever. He'll get. He'll be gone soon. Um, and the Virgin. It's just weird because I don't feel like he gets any screen time and he's still around, which is well, bizarre. Because he's he's like a, a room temperature bowl of cottage cheese in terms of personality. <laughs> I don't know why he's there. He's not a bad person. That's the thing. There's no, no bad guys he here. Seems, but there's he also seems very you know, sweet, but... a few who aren't exactly interesting. So Right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you let go some guys in this round who are much more fun to watch mm-hmm. and like listen to than some of the guys you kept. But they're all, yeah, they all seem to be very close to one another. They get very upset when somebody leaves. It's super sweet. And mm-hmm. understandably, Trey got very upset when Connor left because he was like, because he saw himself in that situation Aww. as he should have. And he was just like, I just like don't know like where I stand and if it's strong enough and like I'm worried. And and it was sweet because you could tell he was sad for Connor and he was sad for himself. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, <laughs> um, so that was that was really tough. Uh, anyway, so so Katie's really upset with this whole thing. And stupid Wreck-It Ralph, you know, version of John Cusack comes outside of her window and is like, here's a boombox with that terrible country song that we listen to. Isn't this this great? Okay. First of all, this, this is the show in a nutshell. Hunter is presented as a villain. We have established he is simply a goober. Blake comes in the show week five. Okay. He has never seen say anything. I can assure no, you. He, he is, gets a one-on-one uh, out, out of the gate. And then after she just dump one of the most beloved men in the whole house that no one has a single bad thing to say about and everybody cries, he immediately scurries over and then goes to smooch town here with Katie behind everyone's back. And this is, and this is presented as romantic, not villainous. So it made me Blake, so mad. Secret villain. It's like you you know that episode of South Park where they do this and I want to say it's Kyle who's doing the boom is it Kyle or Stan who's doing the boombox? Do you remember this? And and they yeah. play Shock the Monkey instead of, <laughs> instead of in your eyes. <laughs> and it's so good like they're like you just have to stand outside of a girl's a girl's window and play Peter Gabriel and he just plays the wrong song. <laughs> um that's what it felt like, you know? Yeah. Like, like he's just great. outside her window playing Shock the Monkey. And I'm just like upset. And yeah, I'm like, you're like, how dare you sully the name of Lloyd Doppler? How mm-hmm. fucking dare you? You know who actually 
make sense to be outside her room with the boombox is Connor. So what the mm-hmm. hell are you doing? That's Connor's thing. Before, yep. even without Connor doing that, that's his thing. He is a John Cusack character. So what are you doing? <laughs> I'm so yeah. mad. I was just like, no. Because um, here's the thing. When I heard someone outside, I was like, is that, I thought it was Connor wrapping things up. You know, and yeah. being like, you know, uh, I still think you're amazing and I wish you all the luck in the world kind of a thing. I thought that that's sure. what it was going to be. And then I was like, Blake, ugh, no. Bar. So anyway, after all of this, Katie's seen enough. She's going straight to the rose ceremony. She's not effing around with a, with a you know, cocktail party. That's just yeah. not, we're not doing that this week. Not doing it. Um. Yeah, and most of the people who stayed, it made sense, you know. Um, like Blake, ugh, um, Andrew, Greg, you know, the Mike, Mike and Michael, hockey guy for some reason. Um, but we say goodbye. Well, oh, and I should mention she did pull Hunter aside to kind of have him, like, explain himself, which he's incredibly bad at doing. Yeah, it just, he didn't, did he say anything? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Um, That was an accident. Uh, But no, I don't feel like he did, you know? No. Um, Oh, and I don't remember at what point. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was when, and here's the other thing that was tasteless about the Blake thing, is when he was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm having a real hard time with this competition thing, because, you know, I got needs. And I'm like, you're just, you're Uh. just like, you know, like, ugh, you're Gross. like an anthropomorphized penis. You know, I just like I'm not here for it. I'm just like not interested. Like that's boring. That's boring. That's yeah. not as fun and interesting as you think it is. It just makes you feel it's very two dimensional. Anyway, um, but yeah, so. We don't get to have a rose or a cocktail party before the rose ceremony. And Trey and Aaron, two of my faves, are heading home. And I'm very sad mm. about it. But they were very sweet about it. And I think they saw the writing on the wall. They knew that they weren't as far along. But for men who aren't as far along as fiercely as they defended Katie, they do deserve time, you know, yeah. on paradise. Like, they, right, Walter? He just wants like, it. He's like, justice for Trey and Aaron. Um, I think they were great guys. I think they played a great game. Um, they they were on the right side of arguments as far as I was concerned. They were very rule abiding, which I am a fan of. And um, yeah, I just really love how seriously they took everything because you don't really see that ever on the show. So it was kind of refreshing mm-hmm. to watch some people be like, well, that's not right. And that's against the rules. And um, I'll always love them for that. And even Box Guy was like that. But yeah, he's kind of like, I don't have affection for him because um, he's just kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> and then Hunter is going and um I don't know if that will shake his confidence at all or if he just will continue to think he's the best thing ever. He probably will do that. And it's just, it's really funny at this point, but I mean, he's probably going to get a lot of DMS. He's probably already getting a lot of DMS. That's oh, yeah. the thing. It's like, even the people who were like, "Ugh, really, you know, are popular. 
and people mm-hmm. slide into their messages. So, you know, that's that's a thing. You know who I really hope is going to be in paradise because they didn't get a chance to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? No, I said I, I oh. was agreeing. I was saying, okay, yeah, yeah. Who? Tammy. I hope Tammy gets to paradise. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just, For some someone, reason, I thought she was on there. And it's like, no, she hasn't been. No, she hasn't. Has she? She hasn't. No, no she hasn't been. Nope. You're right. No. Um, Tammy was fun because she started off as like, I'm the most likable and relatable. And then she somehow fizzled out as a villain. It was weird. It was. Well, and she went up against your Kenna. Ugh. Don't ever the, go up against my With Kenna. the eyebrows again. Um, but she... <laughs> Like, well, see, now I'm looking. I'm like, no, she was on Paradise. Why did I think she wasn't on Paradise? You were right. I don't know. I was wrong. I was right? Okay. Yeah, well, apparently. I usually this, defer wait, wait. to you in these matters. Oh, no, no. She's ah. going to be on Paradise next oh, month. Dreams oh, dreams are coming true. Dreams, Spoiler dreams are coming alert. True. Um, okay, I was like, I don't remember her on Paradise. And then I went to Tammy's like fandom page and it said, the Bachelor season 24, Bachelor in Paradise season seven. And I look and it says um, it will premiere on August 16th, 2021. Hmm. Um, yeah. So so she's going to be on. I won't tell you everyone else who's going to be on Paradise in case you don't want to know. Um, I will tell you. Oh, God. Oh. <gasps> Wait, can I tell you some of them? Is it okay? If okay, you, you could totally, you could totally people, give, yeah. If people don't want to hear who's going to be on Paradise um, from past seasons, uh, just stop now, and I and you won't know. But I'm going to tell you everybody who's been confirmed so far, um, and well, I'm not everyone, but most people, the people you care about the most. We'll put it that way. Um, okay, so. Um, Ivan is going to be on, which is exciting because Ivan was really sweet and I think he'll do well. Here's the big one. Grocery store Joe is going to be on. Oh, my God. Are you ready for that? Are you emotionally ready for that? I don't. I I am still wrecked by the breakup. I just don't know the whole thing. I never thought they belonged together in the first place, but then I was very sad when they broke up. It was a whole thing. Um, I'm going to tell you and you're not going to like it. But Carl is going to be on Paradise, but he has to be because someone's got to rip him a new a hole again. Exactly, you got to have Ugh. some douchebags, and he's so, he's the perfect little douchey monster for that. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm fine with it. Um, Kelsey, remember Kelsey? She was from Iowa. Remember her? Um, oh yeah. She, and she was like, "I got this champagne, and I got it all ready for this date." And yeah, so Kelsey's going to be on. Um. My favorite uh, boy band, Kenny, is going to be in Paradise, and I couldn't be happier. Oh, my God. So excited. And, of course, the picture is him in a Hawaiian shirt, uh, fully unbuttoned, like he should be. Thank you to the Paradise Gods for bringing him here. Um, So that's great. Uh, Mari, I'm trying to think of like some of the bigger folks. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Lots of Serena's. Um, okay. So Serena C and Serena P are both going to be on Serena C was that one who kind of got very like editorializing at the, at the last, you know, remember she was kind of like, this is BS. And she was like that one. And then Serena oh, P yeah. was the one from, um, Canada who made it pretty far. Um, 
So she's going to be on. And those are kind of like the the big, big ones. And then, yeah, Tammy. And then I did hear about Victoria. And I don't remember these Victorias very much. There's two Victorias. It's too many. What about the too. Queen? I want well, the Queen Victoria. Well, so Victoria P. Do you remember Victoria P? Uh, is um, she a queen? Because that's the only Victoria. No, it's... um. Hold on. Victoria Paul. So she... I'm trying to... Rem- I, I really try to remember her. But because here's the deal. Her picture got like heavily edited. She was like that TV personality. Um, oh God, whose season was she on? Um, was she on Matt's season or was she on the season before that? I just can't remember. Hmm. Um, but anyway, she, God, I'm really, really trying to remember her. Um, you'll, you'll, she looks familiar. She's on on pilot Pete's uh, season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't think she was on Matt's season. Cause there was only one Victoria that mattered on that season. Um, okay. Yeah. But her, her photo got like hugely shopped and she was like super pissy about it and, Mm -hmm. uh, with good reason. And she like, she like tore everyone a new asshole. Like, how dare you? But here's the deal. Okay. I see a Victoria on here. Oh my God. It is Victoria L. She does. I, I couldn't even recognize her. She looks completely different. Oh, wow. Do you I'm see the looking, picture? I, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's Larson, right? Yeah. Victoria Larson. So she, hmm. um, apparently people are hating on her look. I don't think there's anything to hate about her hate about it she just obviously spent some money and got some needles yeah. in her face you know you know isn't that what yeah, everybody happens. does that's what, that's what everybody you do when you does. got money yeah i don't have anything i don't find anything wrong with that i just think she's ugly on the inside i really don't <laughs> care you know what i mean all the filler in the world can't change that <laughs> that's the thing she's just ugly on the fucking inside just like you know when people come after caitlin bristow for the work she's gotten done, which she hasn't actually gotten much done. It's mostly injectables, you know, yeah. but she's like, okay, um, I'm older than when you saw me and I'm doing things to try to, you know, maintain or whatever, you know, like make mm-hmm. myself feel good. And this is what I'm spending money on. And I also put on weight. And so like, fuck you. Like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to look the way I look. Stuff. She's like, I'm just a human being who is aging and figuring it out, you know? And and she, because she's awesome, I don't give a shit, you know? Like, oh, I yeah. don't care. But it's like, yeah, when someone like Victoria does it, it's like, I also, again, don't care. But you're just, it doesn't matter what you do. You're just always going to be ugly on the inside. You're just one of the worst people. You like you like robbed a grocery store. <laughs> like that's so like could have been a Sephora, but you picked a grocery store. I don't know what you're doing. Um, wasn't even interesting. No, I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. But here's what she posted about it. Just to start some controversy. 22 hours ago on Instagram, she said, guys, it's called sleep and not having a swollen eye. Yes, I got my lips done, but they're also overlined in that photo. Going on The Bachelor straight from COVID, the pandemic by priorities, honestly, were not wrapped around external beauty. I've gotten to focus on both internal and external beauty since then and would appreciate the hateful, hypocritical comments about my appearance and behavior in quotes while on a TV show to cease. Plus, I was always beautiful, so don't always judge someone from one season. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and of course, Anna, who's just trying to stay relevant, was like, you tell them, sister. Anna, Get I never want to hear from you again. I ah. never want to hear from you again. I'm embarrassed that you are a copywriter. I'm embarrassed. Your conduct on the show was humiliating. The yeah. shit you said to slut shame someone else, I never want to see you on my television again. Okay? Yeah. If you send me a LinkedIn request, I'm going to say no. Just so you know, lady. Yeah. And it kind of sucks that like... um that she hung out with Katie, but I'm sure she just did that to try to stay relevant again. You know what I mean? I think Anna is as fake as they come. Clout chasing. Yeah, a hundred percent. So she's just like, oh, Victoria's gonna be on Paradise. I'm gonna tell her she looks gorgeous. Like They're pretty. <laughs> all of these comments are like, you look beautiful inside and out. I'm like, no, she doesn't. She's ugly on the inside. She is ugly on the inside. You look at her stupid Instagram picture that's like at girl bossing ink uh, like uh, yeah you are like gaslight gatekeep girl boss that's you to a t you mm -hmm. are that person she's just the worst and i really hope that people um treat her badly and that she cries a lot on paradise that would yeah. be ideal if she just had some breakdowns and um and like cries on paradise, that would be really, really good. Anyway. Would absolutely love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have happened to a nicer girl. All right. Well, that's where we're going to leave it, I guess. It looks like more drama is coming next week and more crying and more upset and maybe some people leaving and whatnot. We'll yeah. We'll see what's up. It's going to be, it's going to be a thing. Ah. The pre hometown shakedown. That's what we call it. Yeah, it's going to, this is where the rubber meets the road. It's going to get serious and Connor's not around to bum me out anymore. Love you, <laughs> Connor. Um, all right. Uh, so until then, take care, place your bets, and uh, be well, be healthy, be safe, and uh, do fun things outside. Yeah, but don't do needle drugs. Mm -hmm. Nope. Oh, no! I deleted the outro on accident so we get the intro at the end. Oh no. I the pressed the just, wrong button. The show just wraps around on itself. <laughs> <laughs> Snaking in its tail. Goodbye.